Going Linux episode 448, Lightweight Distributions. Welcome to the Going Linux podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy. And I'm your co-host, Bill. Uh, whether you are new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux. We hope that you find this and all our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done. If you want to send us feedback, you can email us at goinglinux at gmail.com or you can send us a voicemail just on your phone. Dial one 468 7889 In today's episode, lightweight distributions to try. Hey, Bill. Hi, Larry. How was your Thanksgiving? Ah, Thanksgiving was great. It was uh, nice weather, uh, lots of family, lots of food. What else can you ask for? How about yours? Uh, Mine was good. You got me lots of food. I did eat a lot of food. It was delicious. But, uh, yeah, so quick thing, weather report, it's cold. Okay, moving on. Yep, (laughs) moving on, yes. (laughs) Uh, I had my MVME drive go bad in my my Windows machine, my gaming machine, and I'm kind of thankful. It gave me the opportunity to use some Linux um, distros to kind of troubleshoot it, and also it gave me an opportunity to to uh, have to use a older machine to see if I could use it to get things done. So I decided to write a podcast about it. Of course I did. Um, so, hey, uh, uh, today we're going to talk about lightweight distributions. The idea for the show comes from, well, one of our longtime minions is Biku, who during the last listener uh, feedback suggested I try Bodai and in live and I don't know if he was foreshadowing my problems, but <laughs> guess what? I'm going to give him credit because <laughs> it was a fun exercise. I got to fill in my little um, uh, distro hopping urges, and uh, yeah, I had a, yeah. I had a, I had a lot of fun with it. I think uh, some of them. Uh, I, I was really wondering, you know that. With, you know, you got Ubuntu adding features and KDE and, and some of the more, not heavyweight, but it, yeah. ones that have a bigger memory footprint. And I was wondering, I said, you know, I've got this machine, uh, that I hardly ever use because it's, it's old. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can use it. And uh, see if I can get things done, and will it fit my needs? And I was pleasantly surprised. So, Bill, uh, thanks for writing out your specifications of your machine here. So, four gigabytes of RAM maximum, which, you know, quite a few older systems have that. And specifically, your machine is a Dell Latitude E5450. It's an i3 with four cores, Intel-based, like I said, four gigabytes of RAM, 120 gigabyte hard drive, uh, Intel integrated graphics, and it was manufactured about 2014, 2015. So it's eight or nine years old. And in my books, Bill, that's not old. That's kind of middle-aged. But hey, that's <laughs> I have one much older than that that's still running. Um, uh, is your hard drive uh, spinning rust, or is it an SSD, or what's in that machine? It's a spinning rust. Okay. It has no additions. Um, it is exactly how it come from the factory eight or nine years ago. All right. The the one thing uh, uh, that I also want to point out, this doesn't have a dedicated graphics card, so the four gigabytes of RAM is all part of that is also being used for the integrated graphics, right? Okay, so it you get, what you've got is four gigabytes to run everything, and I looked on Amazon to see what these machines cost. Now, um, 
these machines you can pick up because uh, these are business old business machines. You can pick them mm-hmm. up for around a hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. And you can uh, upgrade the RAM to I think uh, some of them you can go sixteen, some of them go eight, but eight seems to be what most of them say you can upgrade to. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is nothing. Uh, Super powerful, and you know, if you're looking for a good Linux machine, this machine, if you go to the spec sheets on Dell for this one, it actually says it could run it uh, at the time it can run Ubuntu. So that kind of gave me the confidence to say, okay, so they they, they say it can run Ubuntu 8, I think it was like uh, 18 something or 16 or whatever it was. Um, mm-hmm. And so everything worked with every distribution that I tried. Well, that's great. Uh, this yeah. was 32-bit, or is this a 64-bit? This is a 64. The i3 is a six, is 64. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's an i3. Okay. And so, you know, they uh, some of the later models, you know, they, as they do revisions, they go to i5s, and I think the very last one you could get a first, like a first-generation i7. But these, but we're on, what, the 11th or 12th generation of i7s now. Yeah, you can get a and, 13 gen right now. Yeah, so you know, as you're looking at, um, you know, as far as processors, it's it, you know, it's not exactly the uh, weakest, but it's but they're not. It's not. It's super modern, and we'll get into that because I, I had an observation that it kind of just clicked with me when I was uh, running this. So. As I told you, I was using this machine as a backup for my main machine, which also had another backup, which is broken. I'm ordered parts for that, too. I'm heck on machines, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> since uh, I'm waiting on other others to get repaired and waiting on parts, uh, I wanted to see if this would be, fill the role as my daily driver. I will okay. say, this machine is a total workhorse. <laughs> it just works um yeah you'll see what as i go through this but you know i'm just like well this machine is solid it kind of reminds me of the old lenovo's you know and the ones you could uh hit some over the head with and still run type of deal uh-huh so the first lightweight distro that i tried was bodai and it was it was fast and it has that um uh, Moshka, I think that's how you pronounce it, desktop, and it was interesting. And basically, it's a refined Enlightenment 17 desktop. Okay. Uh, they basically cleaned it up, added some features, and did some tweaks. Um, I use this one because, you know, it was based on 2204, which is an LTS, which is always a good thing for if you just want something to work. Right. Uh, they also... I have a 32-bit version of this, uh, but it's based on 1804. Okay, that makes sense. Because I don't think Ubuntu's releasing 32-bit anymore, so I think right. that is the last uh, Ubuntu they have to work with. Yeah. Um, the memory for p- footprint for this is right below 900 megabytes running full tilt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's highly customizable. Uh I could, I, I caught myself sitting there for 30 minutes just moving things around, seeing what I could do. So it, it you know, <laughs> it's not, you know, if you, if you like to play, I, uh, with your desktop, this one has lots of, uh, gadgets and whiz bangs to play with. Um, I think it might be as, as customizable as KDE or just about. <laughs> now that being said, I've only played I only play around with it for three days, and I really didn't have anything bad to say about it. Um, it's it, it's a very nice offering. It's developed by by a extremely small and dedicated team, and but I you know gets extra points because they still offer a 32-bit version. Uh, so if you have a 32-bit version, this is one. Uh, that you might want to use so you can get some Ubuntu goodness uh, with a resource-sipping desktop. Yeah, that sounds great. So the hardware is still a functional workhorse, 
And this first lightweight distro that you've tried, would you say that it's something that you could see yourself using as a daily driver? I want you to put a pin in that one. Okay. Okay. And you'll see why I say that in a minute. Uh, that is a good question. And I'll, I'll go ahead and give you a little spoiler. I don't know what the answer is would be for this one. Okay. I would need to live with this one a little bit longer than three days to really give it a fair shake. I will let you know after I kick the tires a while longer. I plan on reinstalling it and running it uh, once I get other machines up and running again. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say this one has me very intrigued, uh, so much so that I want to explore it more. Well, that's good. I think... Um... Even though you don't know at this point whether you'd want to use it as a daily driver, it sounds like it's it's something that somebody would be able to pick up, be able to figure that out for themselves with the confidence that on an older machine, it's going to work. Yeah, it's going to work. Um, one of the things about this distro is that it's so highly customizable. Uh, that I think that if this, you were just installing it to get things done, <laughs> that's actually a little bit, uh, uh, detrimental because you just want to sit there and change things around. <laughs> Play with it. <laughs> yeah, and not do your All work. Right. So, um, but it is fully functional and all these machines are, have complete their feature complete. They have things for web, browsing the web and writing letters and stuff. But this mm-hmm. one just had me uh, wanting to just change the uh, background and move widgets around and see what else I could do with it. And so before too long, I'll go down a rabbit hole and I'm not getting any work done. I'm just having too much fun playing with the, uh, <laughs> with the system. So... <laughs> so you would not recommend this for somebody who's looking for a Chromebook replacement with nothing to tweak or move or fiddle with. Um, they're just uh, <laughs> this. This one is is going to do all that, but you're going to be tempted. Yeah, you're going to be tempted. Where I was, I was like a child that for, forgot to take their ADHD medicine, and it's like, what's this do? What's this do? So there's so <laughs> many things to explore in it. I have to, I have to jokingly say this is this might not be the perfect one for me because all yeah. I do is want to play with it. So that's a good thing. I I actually enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. Well, the, on the flip side of that, if you are the kind of person who is trying Linux out and you're interested in finding out what it can do, this might be the one for you to experiment with because it's got a lot of things you can do with it. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> you're right. And the next one I'm going to uh, talk about is not much better because it is also <laughs> one that you can play with, but not quite to the extent. Uh, well, you can probably do just as much. It's just not uh, there saying, play, change me and stuff. Make me your <laughs> own. And that one's called Lubuntu. Okay, this this one I'm kind of interested in hearing your feedback on because uh, it's been a long time since I've used Lubuntu uh, and uh, I did install an LXDE on my really old 13-year-old laptop uh, uh-huh. and it's running just fine. Lubuntu was one of the options, but I hadn't really given it a try before I decided LXDE was the way I was going to go. So let's hear about Lubuntu. Well... I'm kind of with you. I don't know why I keep forgetting about this one. It's it's so good. Uh, they use the the LXQT desktop, and the current release is based on Ubuntu 22.04. Mm-hmm. The uh, interface is is very familiar. The stock interface because uh, it reminds me of like 95, 98 version um, of Windows you mean of yeah. Windows so mm-hmm. if you're coming from Windows with this one you'd probably feel very comfortable but as I understand there are themes that you can make it 
different and you can customize it to your liking so the the base system you know you you get it installed and it's just like hi i'm ready to go and you pretty much feel very comfortable if you've used windows 95 98 or even uh the late some of the more current windows it's got that familiar feeling and the distribution also wins as one of the lightest of the ones i've tried it is the mm-hmm. lightest of them all. The distribution um, has a footprint with everything of around 800 megabytes. Wow. And I've actually seen it drop to like 780. So that's, I mean, the whole system and everything is running in less than one uh, megabyte of RAM, which is just, or a gigabyte of RAM. It's just... That's low. So there's lots of extra to run a bunch of different programs and not even touch <laughs> a lot of RAM. So it gets extra points for that mm-hmm. and also gets extra points for it offers a Raspberry Pi image. Oh, good. So you know, that's incredible. If you happen to have a Raspberry Pi, this might be the one you want to. Uh, just play with because they're not really super powerful but if they've got one that runs well on that wow that's that's a that's incredible Um, yeah this one uh was probably out of the box one of the prettiest ones i've seen okay uh they did an uh i believe it uses the arch theme but they the colors it was uh blue and it had some uh uh that purple magenta they did a really nice job the one thing that i did find is that i had to do on this one is i had to make the taskbar bigger because the taskbar was a little too small and Mm -hmm. it was so hard to do i just clicked on taskbar and you could change the icon size and you can make it bigger i guess i i'm starting to get old person eyes So I needed a little bigger. Um, I was impressed that uh, I, I hooked the uh, my computer up to a 24-inch Dell monitor that I had, and the scaling was really, really good, and it was crisp, and it, it just worked well. Uh, and I used this one for about three days also. Well, actually about four days. And I used it for, you know, just surfing youtube surf you know writing emails and uh surfing the web and i really didn't have any issues with this one this one was really smooth um it was pretty peppy the installer uh i think it's it's different it, it looked different and this one installed blazingly fast all of them were no slouch i mean i think the longest one took me 10 minutes <laughs> 10 whole minutes and that's with updates so this one is uh one that i think that out of all of them is more like what most people would be seeing it's it doesn't feel foreign it's you open it up it looks modern it has mm-hmm. um pretty uh graphics and uh pretty background and good theming so this one i can't say enough good things about it it's um it was a actual joy to use this one you can it has a lot of customization possibilities but you don't have to do it if you just want a system to go and work this one does everything you ask of it and it kind of just stays out of your way it does what does what you ask and it works can't really go wrong with that yeah that's the kind of thing that i'm looking for for my old antique machine so that's good well that being said i think you, there's another one that i'm going to throw in this mix all right that you might want to look at because if Boda was the customizer's dream and the Buntu was the mainstream, 
The next one I'm going to talk about, and I, I don't usually look at this one. I hadn't run this one in ages, is Ubuntu. And I consider mm-hmm. this one the sports car. Um, this okay. is the this is the Ferrari. It is, of course, lightweight, and this one uses the XFCE desktop. And some people might like it; some people uh, might not. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Mate in a way. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. The the latest version is based on twenty three ten, and it's supported for nine months, and it okay. has LTS release, but it only releases them every two years. Right. So it's a little bit, uh, it, it, their release cycles a little bit differently. Ubuntu's memory usage was closest to Ubuntu. And since memory usage can vary machine to machine, I'm going to have to say this is a wash because it wasn't that far off of Ubuntu. It was, I mean, it's almost statistically, it shouldn't even be mentioned. Um, but, on my machine, the Ubuntu beat out by just a little bit, and but okay. not enough to really make a difference. It was still running in under one gigabyte of memory, if that gives you any indication. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I felt immediately when I was running this, it made my old uh, Dell feel like a sports car. As with all the other pre- uh, previous distributions, it's feature complete. It has everything you need to get work done and and to play. Um, and I can only fantasize about how well it would run on some really modern hardware, you know, with lots of memory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this one was so fast on this machine. It was like I click a... Um, to open a program, and before I could blink, it was already there. I was like, "Oh, I, I, it was actually waiting on me." <laughs> so, yep. so I like that. I, I, I guess as I get uh, older, I want just efficiency. Uh, you know, I, I like a nice looking back uh, background, and you can do some customizations on this. But it's not as it doesn't seem quite as have an as you know customizable as Lubuntu or but I am sure it is I just it just didn't it just didn't seem to be front and center it was mainly just pure let's get your work done so you can go about your day type of deal and so I appreciated that um, it does you know come with everything you need like I said but I would love to see what this thing would do on something, you know, fairly current. Because I think it would just, you you click it and it it would just open instantly. And that's how it felt with this nine-year-old laptop. It felt new. It felt like the first time you ever started an operating system before it gets all crudded up. (laughs) And a few years later, you're going, oh, it's so slow. This one was not slow. So I I can't stress that enough. Yeah, you know, that description of Zubuntu compared with Lubuntu in terms of performance and all the rest that you've already talked about here is about what I remember from the years ago when I was comparing them. They were very, it was neck and neck in terms of which one. But the thing that I preferred uh, for Lubuntu was it looked better than Zubuntu. Is that still the case? Um, I would say... Yes, if if looks are everything for you, I will. I ha, I do have to say, Zubuntu has done some work to make it prettier, but it's not as pretty as the Ubuntu, and I don't think it's a, as customizable as uh, Bodai. And I think that's just because of the um, the XFCE desktop right. is just the way it is. Lubuntu's pretty. It's you know, and they really, and you could tell they really went out of their way. And you can kind of see how the teams think because if you go look at the Lubuntu website, it is beautiful and it's got nice graphics and it's you know, it's and you're like, okay, I, I see why this looks the way it does. They've taken a lot of effort 
to make it look nice. But if you go look at Zubuntu, it's still a nice website, but it's nowhere near as pretty. It is very, I would say, almost Spartan compared to some of them. Mm-hmm. But everything you need to find the information is right there. If you need to see the the, pad, the latest release notes, it's had, there's a th- link that says here's release notes. So the website loads incredibly fast, and you know it doesn't have the pretty backgrounds. It, you know it's not white; it has the color. But it, it you could tell the mentality. One is, you know, we like pretty, and the other one's like we like speed. Yeah, and so the, it kind of is representative in the, their releases. I'm not saying it's ugly to look at. Um, I didn't mind it, but some people might. You know, it. A lot of this is about what you like to look at. You know, if you just mm-hmm. want to get things yeah. done, don't care what it looks like. The Ubuntu might be just what you want. If you want something that's fast, but also a little pretty, that when you open it up, people are like, "What is that?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. Then Ubuntu or Bodai or or it can be uh, your. Show them that oh, Linux is not all text command line driven <laughs> type of thing. So, yeah, the misconception of the of the decade. Yeah, and you know that's it's nice. You're not unlike uh, Windows or Mac OS. You have so many options to do and change. So you know, as we both know, you can change just about anything you want with enough uh, uh, effort or uh, tweaking. So, uh, yep. It's kind of a wash. It's what you like to look at, but you're right. Ubuntu and Ubuntu are pretty close as far as memory usage. It's it's just what you, I guess what most of it boils down to what you like to look at. Yep. Now, uh, one thing that uh, made me a little sad, but um, is that for a while, um, Ubuntu had a 32-bit. ISO, but it's been dropped to, to basically focus on 64-bit. I think mm-hmm. that, I think as you know, these older laptops that are have 64-bit, it really doesn't make sense to keep throwing resources after 32-bit. I mean, that's how old would that have to be? Like what, 15, 16 years old? That's yeah. that's really pushing the uh, the boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. Well, between the three that you've provided feedback on, uh-huh. uh, these are all really good, solid options from the sounds of it. So back to the question I asked you earlier, and you said we were going to defer the answer until we've gotten through these. Mm-hmm. Can you see using any of these as your daily driver? Um, and I know there are others out there, but let's just take a look at these three to start with. Okay, I do, Larry. I could use any of these to get work done. Without a doubt. End of story. Yep. Full stop. Um, and they can even do some light gaming. Now, I also want to throw some expectations in here. Granted, they might not be able to run some AAA games on the machines, but they still have some fun ones to play with, and... Thanks to the lighter footprint of these, uh, it's able to do that. You know, older, the, these are older machines that would probably have ended up discarded, and they can be used again and enjoyed with with an up-to-date OS. You don't have to run a version of Windows that's not supported anymore. Um, and I think that's really incredible. If you think, if you really think about it, Windows 10 and Windows 11. Uh, would not even run these, and now with the new requirements for Windows 11, you couldn't even install. So you have all this performance, and it's for free. Kind of hard to argue with that. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it sounds like if if you had an old machine that you needed to use uh, on a temporary basis as a backup, like you have, or you wanted to put an old machine to work because it's sitting there gathering dust, or you wanted to provide it to someone who didn't have a computer and would be happy to have an older machine because they don't have anything, any of these three distributions would be good to put it on um, on an older machine like this. Yeah, and I know we, we uh, 
sometimes might sound like we take, you know, having a computer for granted. Yeah. But there are still plenty of people out there that don't have access to their own computer. And if we're able to breathe life into these to give them a, a uh, machine that is up to date with security patches and features and they can use it to use it for school or use it to run a small business any of these mm-hmm. machines would do that it's i just it's hard you know with the way things are going up in price you might have an older machine that you know you just want to extend it for another year or two uh, or you just might need one to to do your books on or write your reports and then maybe play uh, some solitaire or surf the web all the each one of these distributions can do that with ease and um I hate to see good hardware go to waste. And I hate to see people um, that, you know, don't have a computer because they can't afford one. And some people say, yeah, it's computers have come way down in price. But sometimes it's still a big ask. Yeah. And um, if we're able to put more computers in more hands and they and they start using these machines with Linux if they do, and when they do upgrade, they're going to stay with what they know. So, you know, it's kind of a, a grassroots saying, hey, we have these machines that would have been in the landfill or being recycled or, you know, smashed, and there's nothing wrong with them. There is absolutely zero wrong with these machines. Let's put them to use, and let's get out there. And it's a good way to get Linux out there and say, hey, here's the machine. You don't have to pay for it. The operating system will stay updated. It runs. You can do everything uh, that you need to do. You can write reports. Uh, you can run your businesses. Whatever. Um, it's kind of a hard, hard argument to you know to to not have. You know, we we don't need to be wasting resources, and we have all these machines that would just ordinarily not be used. It's good to have these kinds of options for for that situation for sure. So with these low resource requirement, um, high-performance Linux distributions, operating systems, mm-hmm. um, we've, we've got some solid recommendations here for low-spec computers. But do you have any others that you've kind of looked at? Um, I know we both have run Ubuntu Mate and tried out Pop! OS and um, I think you have tried a few more than I have. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so are there any others that you can think that you, we we could recommend to folks for low-spec computers or ones that you want to try out? I do. I have some honorable mentions. Um, they are not really focused for older computers. It's not saying they can't run machines. It's just not their primary focus but they do work um and one of them that i or two there's two uh that i i think are also good options if you don't want to if none of these really uh tickle your fancy is you've got a bunch mate and i know we say a bunch mate quite a bit but one of the reasons that i always like to throw it in there is it has the ability to change the desktop fairly easy by clicking a button <laughs> and it runs really well on four gigabytes of ram it it's going to use more resources and you're not going to have quite as much overhead as you would uh, or resource available you know as if you were running something super light but i never run into any problems running ubuntu mate and I I enjoy to be able to switch. Uh, I I know what it's not. They don't call it themes, but the ability to change desktops. What is it? What's that feature called again, Larry? Um, the panel layout feature. Yeah, panel layout. So that one is. I kind of always say it's the uh, the 
pliers to your toolbox. You always need a set. It it, yep. it, 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 it can do many things. And Ubuntu Mate, because of that uh, feature, will, will specifically, I think it also offers more chances for people to easily get what they're looking for, whether it be Windows-ish or Mac-ish or just Linux. Um, it has different looks that you can play, and I think it's it's quite a few. I, if I remember correctly, and I haven't run a Ubuntu Mate super recently, I think it was like eight or so desktops you could try. Yep, I think it was. I think it was eight at one point. I think we're down to seven. They've gotten rid of the um, the netbook okay. panel layout. Um, that's the only one that's been dropped since they first. Uh, uh, initiated, but uh, they've got quite a few. I didn't like that one anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember looking at that one and saying, no thank you. And the other one I'm I'm, I'm currently using because I ran out of time to reinstall another distribution was I'm running Pop! OS right now. And okay. it, it runs well. It's that highly customizable tweak to GNOME. Um, it has some cool features, but Give you an example. Um, it's it's actually pushing close to my four gigabytes now. So with mm-hmm. recording and Discord and and I have two browser tabs open, three browser tabs open. It's it only has like it says five hundred megs left before I I hit the four. So yeah. it will run and it will do what you want. I mean. Not everybody's going to be recording and have Discord open and three browser tabs, but hey, you know every anything you can save uh, on memory for lighter footprint gives you more things you can do without really pushing the machine. You always have a little bit more. It's been yeah, it, it's been pleasant. I've enjoyed it, but it, it's definitely. Not going to stay as the main daily driver. There's nothing wrong with it. It's fast. I like a lot of the features. and But I, I think for this spec, it was, this spec of machine, it's a little, little bit heavier than what I like. Right. And to be fair to Pop! OS and, and on this older machine, just because it's reaching the limit of the RAM in terms of its... Uh, you know, use as it's running doesn't mean it's just going to stop working or crash no. on you. It'll it'll go into a swap file, and it may run a little bit slower. But then again, you know, you're running it on older hardware, so you may not notice that it's running slower from the swap file than it is from the RAM. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but uh, bottom line is, you still got some overhead to work with, even if you've used up all the RAM. It's going to swap that out so that it can continue running. And as long as you have some hard drive space, you're in good shape. Yeah, and uh, what's nice is that, you know, it will swap out. I didn't mean it would say it was just going to stop. No, no, um, not at all. I just wanted to make sure that folks didn't get the wrong impression. Yeah, but it it's nice when it doesn't have to swap. You know, yes. It, it's just, it's my thing. I, you know, I like to see how much performance I can get out of a machine, you know, it's inefficiency. And that's why I think I was so infatuated with Ubuntu as far as just blazing speed. But I I would like to throw one more in that might be surprising to people. Okay. And I would say that would be Fedora with the, with the GNOME desktop. Okay. It's pretty lightweight. Because, you know, as Fedora doesn't add a lot of uh, stuff to it. It's basically stock, and then you add what you want. Uh, I'm not saying yeah. it, it's a good choice for everybody, but I didn't want to just make this all about Ubuntu. I, I did run Fedora, uh, the current Fedora, not too long ago, um, and it ran fast. It was fast, it was responsive, and I think it was only like 1.3, if I remember correct, gigabytes, you know, running with stuff, and I never got close to the the 4 at all, 
uh, and I could have browsers open. Now, it could be that it just handles it differently. And just so everybody knows, depending on your machine, it, it, it could one of these could be higher or be lower. I'm just using it, uh, my machine as kind of a baseline. Yeah. So GNOME was really fast uh, on Fedora. And it's a stock gnome. There's, there is not a lot of, there is no customizations. It is stock gnome. <laughs> so it might not be to your liking because you, if you want it to look where you want, you're gonna, the way you want, you're gonna have to play with it a little bit. Yep. But it's also a good choice if you, if you're feeling adventurous. So. Right. I like gnome for its functionality. Yeah, I don't. I don't like GNOME for its out of the box look. No, uh, but a lot, a lot of distributions that Fedora accepted, uh, a lot of distributions that use GNOME as its default desktop environment will have customized it so that it looks a little more modern than GNOME does out of the box. Yeah, yeah, and you know, a lot of what what you run is personal choice. Everyone that I've named will not steal you wrong. I would not tell you not to look at any of these. These, I think, are all fantastic options for people with um, lower spec or older computers that just want to extend their lives. Or even if you have a... uh, We've been talking about lower spec, but I also want to point out, because I think it's sometime lost... You don't have to install these on lower spec. They will run on modern hardware too. Yeah, even uh, faster. Even faster. So and, and I didn't want anybody to think that. Oh, I I can't use Ubuntu. I want to use uh, something like that, but I have a brand new machine. Guess what? It's going to run just fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. You might be surprised. Uh, I'm just it. It's just amazing how flexible they can be. Yes. So, some others might fit your needs uh, that you have better, and um, that's that's cool. That's why we have choices. Yep. So, what's what's up for the future? What what are you looking to evaluate going forward? So, I have some more distributions that I would like to try. Um, in live is an interesting one. I don't know how I feel about this. I've I've been to the website, looked at it. It's a small independent uh, developer. Uh, it looks fantastic, fantastic, but it doesn't look like something that I would want to run. It's pretty. It's got a lot of whiz bang, but you know, I'm past the wobbly Windows stage, and I just want something that works with you know that one. I'll try it, but I don't think I'll keep it very long. Um, I could be wrong. I'll give it. A, I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But also one that uh, I, you know, I'd like to just point that I think Biku also mentioned was Zorin. I run Zorin uh, back. They had given us a preview copy to try mm-hmm. and um, to review, and that was a couple of years ago, maybe more. And it ran fine on that hardware, but they also have a lightweight version of their system. There. So I, I, I haven't looked at Zorin extensively more than just passing reading you know, the, you know, what the latest news was. So I'm kind of, I want to see what, that, what their free light version looks like. And I have some others that I want to try um, with various, when I have time and... Uh, so, yeah, I think the next, my next two might be in live and Zorin, and, but I'll keep you updated on my progress with the different distributions. I'm kind of back in my wheelhouse. I kind of enjoy trying out new stuff, and uh, uh, I've got an idea coming up that, I'll, that I'm not going to share with the our listeners right now, but um, one I'll share with you when we're not recording that is probably going to be a future podcast that I... Th- that I think was going to be interesting and or <laughs> well to me it's interesting so anyway okay <laughs> enough of me gushing um Larry do you have any thoughts on this I mean what do you think about uh some of these I know you've you said you were interested in this Ubuntu but what 
what about uh have you looked at maybe Bodhi or Bodai or um or even uh Lubuntu recently? Yeah, I haven't. Um and I do want to. Uh I am uh okay with the LX LE or LXDE uh, version that I have on my old laptop, but I'm not totally satisfied with it. So I do want to take a look at both Lubuntu and Zubuntu. Um, I don't think I'll be looking at Bode, but uh, we'll we'll see if that goes anywhere. I know that Ubuntu Mate is um, a little more full-featured than I need for that that computer and if they continue down the path of offering a uh basic version without you know a lot of software pre-installed uh-huh. as they have done for the past couple of releases um I might take a look at that again I do want to look at pop uh but again I think it might be a little bit more than what I need for that I just need some basic functionality uh, but I want it to look nice as well, you know. So yeah. uh, that's that's kind of where I'm going with this stuff. Um, I don't think I'm going to be looking at Zorin or NLive or going much beyond Lubuntu, Zubuntu, and maybe one other. Yeah, I, I, I kind of say you're kind of want you just want to use your computer to get things done, but you want it to look <laughs> have a little eye candy. Well, exactly, and I'm not so concerned about the eye candy for the older computer, but uh, one of the things that I'm looking at, kind of foreshadowing here, is using Ubuntu Cinnamon on a more regular basis once they have a long-term support release as a official flavor. Mm -hmm. I've been using it on my convertible laptop, the one that converts into a tablet um and i've been more and more impressed with that as time has gone on uh and it has some nice features that only cinnamon can give you so um that might be something that i look at for that eye candy for the future for my main machine yeah um you uh I think you were at a time using Linux Mint because it had Cinnamon. Yes. Um, way back, and I like the Cinnamon desktop also. I think it's it's. I do too. It, yeah. It, it's pretty. Um, it's one of the nicer ones. Um, I don't know. I I'm kind of anxious to see uh, how it the Cinnamon distribution continues on now that it's an official flavor. Uh, yep. I know you've been saying it's been pretty positive. Yeah, it has been positive. And as they've gone from their initial release as an official flavor, they had some uh, some bugs. Uh, yeah. And they've been ironing those out. And as we approach the LTS release cycle for uh, official flavors, I mm-hmm. think I think if if things continue to improve, uh, I'm already pretty impressed with their most recent release. So as wow. they become a not only an official flavor but an LTS as an official flavor, I think if if things go as I think they're going to go, it may become my daily driver. Mm-hmm. So the uh, one last thing is that even after I get the replacement drive for my my main machine it's a big gaming laptop i don't want to carry that around right it's too it's too heavy this this one that i'm using now is small lightweight built like a tank and i'm thinking i'm going to continue using this and just carry it around when i need a uh, portable computing so it's you know i'm not going to be playing a triple a game uh, while I'm traveling or writing a report or sending an email, but this thing will do exactly what I want, and uh, I don't have to risk uh, damaging something that's you know a lot more expensive and a lot heavier to lug around. And the, it seems like I don't know if it's just 
my imagination. It seems like the the lighter the distribution is, the longer the battery lasts on on it. Um, I uh, was running this machine with uh, the Bodai, uh, and I forgot to plug it in, and I I run it for hours surfing the web and and stuff, and before it finally said, "Hey, you want to plug me in?" type of deal. So. Uh, maybe it's just my mind, yeah, but I think the less stress on the computer, a lot less power usage. So, yeah, there you go. So that's a reason. <laughs> that in and of itself is a reason to run one of these lighter weight distributions on modern hardware is to extend your battery life. There you go. Good idea. I'm glad you thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for the suggestion, so that I could think of it, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay, right. I think we've uh, exhausted this topic, and thanks for putting that together for us, Bill. Oh, no worries. It was actually fun. <laughs> yeah, it was based on uh, some dire circumstances that required you to do something, but thanks for making it into a well. This was all for us. It's. I'm going to give credit to Biko. Uh, he uh, he foreshadowed. He he. He broke my computer, so I'd have to write this. So it's all his fault. <laughs> so he hacked in and, and broke it, so you had to change. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm naming him the new Reaper Minion for <laughs> <laughs> Reaper Minion. Okay. <laughs> oh, so man. anyway, got to keep track of all these. Anyway, um, <laughs> thinking ahead now, our next episode, as is our custom will be a listener feedback episode. And until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles, show notes, links to download and subscribe, anything your heart desires that we have on the website. Lots of different links to different things there, including older episodes. So uh, we, as you know, provide the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done. And if you like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Links podcast community on community.goinglinks.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. 73. Music provided by Mark Blasco at podcastthemes.com.